Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about a great family tradition in celebrating the birth of Christ right here in the middle of New York. In fact, at Carnegie Hall on December the 15th at 7.30 in the evening, imagine yourself singing Christmas carols with Keith and Kristen Getty, a big choir, and 2,000 of your best friends here in New York. The Gettys just got their first Grammy nomination, and they're going to have Grammy winner Ricky Skaggs joining them. And then it's going to be an evening of worship and Christmas caroling with Celtic, bluegrass, classical, and modern music all wrapped up in a vibrant celebration of Christmas. Sing an Irish Christmas at Carnegie Hall, December 15th. Learn more at gettymusic.com slash NYC. That's gettymusic.com slash NYC. Hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. Yeah, I'm happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, so glad to have you with us and so glad to have Governor Mike Huckabee back with us, uh, especially since he's still beaming ear to ear. I just can't get him to stop smiling about the fact that his daughter's going to be the uh, next governor of Arkansas. Just, just cut it out, Gov. Stop. Stop smiling. It's it's uh, you, you, the rest of the company, uh, country didn't have quite as good a night as you guys did in Arkansas. Well, there's nothing I can say other than it was a wonderful night. But it's kind of interesting. Sarah is now finding that, as I tried to tell her, the real work is not the campaign. It's after you get elected, and then you got to find, you know, a thousand people to put in all these slots to staff your uh, office. But she's prepared for it, and she's working hard, and she's already selecting some fantastic people. And every time I see the uh, people that she's putting around her, I'm thinking – Smart, smart choices. She's going to yeah. do well. Well, speaking of selecting people, um, this week the Democrats uh, selected Hakeem Jeffries, uh, who I, I believe his uh, he's his the most famous thing that he probably had happened to him is that he uh, he has had a brother I believe that was in serious trouble with the law, and uh, there, there's there's such great uh, color of uh, backstory and, and all kinds of things before he ever came to Congress. But now you've got a guy in, in Hakeem himself that actually denies uh, election outcomes. And this is now going to be the new Nancy Pelosi, the new leader for the Democrats in the Congress. I just find it amazing the Democrats have been screaming about that anyone who is an election denier is a threat to democracy, an enemy of democracy, and they just elected an enemy of democracy to run their party in the House of Representatives. So I don't think you're going to be hearing a lot about election deniers anymore uh, because they kind of lost their moral ground on that since Hakeem Jeffries has been not just once, but a repeated offender in this whole idea that the election of Donald Trump was uh, on the up and up. He has repeatedly said it was an illegitimate election. Trump really wasn't the president. 
And if that's not election denying, there's no such thing. I've said to people, look, I'm an election denier. I believe we have one every two years. So I don't deny we have them. I just sometimes (laughs) wonder if they're all completely uh, uh, legit. That's that's not denying the election. It's asking questions. But now that Hakeem Jeffries is the uh, House Minority Leader, welcome to the world of election denying. And let's just make sure that we don't let them forget what he said. My wife's been very flummoxed by this next story. The Biden administration has some pretty colorful characters in it, uh, one of which is a man posing as a woman who is supposedly an admiral and supposedly in charge of some sort of health uh, concerns for the United States people. Uh, But this other guy was part of the, uh, the nuclear team, and I guess he his his job had something to do with um, you know tracking what our nuclear supplies were. But regularly wore stiletto heels, uh, appeared in in official state functions where he would go and represent the U.S. Uh, in women's garb, uh, and now he's been charged with stealing women's luggage at the airport. Governor, is this the party of John F. Kennedy and Daniel Poitri- Patrick Moynihan? They'd be rolling in their graves to think about this. Here's what's really bizarre about this particular individual. Uh, we can't even find out. He's been the, the agency has been asked repeatedly. The White House has. Is this guy still being paid by the taxpayers? And nobody seems to want to give an answer. All they will say that he's is on leave. Well, his leave ought to be permanent. I mean, here's the interesting thing. This is not like oh, I accidentally picked up a bag that looked like mine. He didn't check a bag on the flight, and when he picked up that bag at the airport, the video camera show that he tore off the luggage tag that would identify who the owner was, and he then hurried out with a bag that he knew was not his or hers or its, however he wishes to be identified (laughs) since he plays he's non-binary, whatever that's supposed to mean. But non-binary does not exempt you from being a petty criminal stealing somebody's luggage off the carousel at the Minneapolis airport. I find it to be true, Governor, that in the human experience, when you begin to deny deny objective truth, that over time there is really no such thing as truth. So if you say there is no ultimate truth, then there's no God, there's no right or wrong, and eventually it's what what I can yield in terms of power that's going to give me uh, what I want in life as opposed to what uh, you have or what you can exert against me. And I don't think there's a better understanding of this than watching the modern-day Democratic Party as godless and as um, kind of morality-free as they are. I mean, if if you are the party that thinks there's nothing wrong in taking of innocent children's lives, if you have no uh, shame in your system to say that some of this stuff just isn't right, there's no way that you're going to think that taking someone's bag off a luggage rack is, is that big of a deal. Of course it wouldn't be. And I think you make a very astute point that once you begin to deny that there is any such thing as objective truth, then there isn't any truth at all. Therefore, there's no God. But I will say this. The Democrats have a God, but the God that they created is a God of their own creation. And it largely is what was created rather than a creator. They worship the environment. They worship sexuality. They Mm -hmm. worship their own sense of importance and also emotionalism. And they do that at the expense of objective truth and a sense of personal responsibility. Why else do you justify having drag queen story hour for six and seven year old kids? What yeah. on earth does that do 
to enhance the educational experience of a five, six, or seven-year-old kid. Nothing. It's grooming. Yeah. That's all in the world it is, and it's just absolutely amazing that people justify it. But they have no nerve endings to tell them that it's wrong. I mean, that's that's how dead they are in their in their sense of, of the right and wrong. Anyway, uh, what's on the Big Huckabee Show this weekend? We've got Matt Gates going to be on our show. I'll be asking him why he is uh, reluctant to support Kevin McCarthy, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, Matt, I've known you a long time. You're a good guy, but uh, not sure what the end game here is. So we'll certainly be talking about that. But also, do the other Republicans have the courage to take office in January and really insist on some accountability that we must see in terms of our uh, public officials at the FBI, the DOJ, and on the January 6th committee. So it'll be a fascinating conversation. Um, We have a big musical lined up tonight for Christmas. It's going to be spectacular. And uh, David McGee, the magician, is going to be with us. A really wonderful Huckabee show. I promise everyone to watch it. A little something for everybody, it sounds like. All right, uh, Governor, uh, we will talk to you again next week. Have a great one, and uh, thanks for being here. Always my pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. My final thought for the day next.